Hi there. Welcome to the first episode of the Saturday Quiz. I'm your host and quiz master, John Leary, and the whole idea of this podcast is to recreate the experience of opening up the Saturday paper, spotting the quiz, and trying to guess the correct answers with the help of your family and friends. Each week, I'll be joined by a couple of different guests who will take on the challenge of the 10 questions in the quiz and risk revealing just how little general knowledge they possess. My guests this week are the dynamic duo you might know as the Kates, but who are, in fact, the distinct individuals, Kate McLennan and Kate McCartney. Hello, Hello you two. Hello. How are you? How's it going? Listen, we're in a lockdown. <laughs> yes, so, you are in a lockdown. And we are isolating together, in case you're wondering, um, which we've been doing for roughly eight years now. So yeah, I think it's, um, it's all legal, all right, guys? Is it legal? I don't know it is. But let's just say it's yeah. legal. I mean, we can, we can lie and we can tell our listeners that uh, you're actually wearing masks and you are maintaining 1.5 uh, meters separation, right? Yes, that's completely, yeah. you're completely that's true. true. Yeah, that's uh, true. And how do you both feel about quizzes generally? Um, I think I, I've got this sort of, because I, I obviously, I went to a private school, so I think I know everything. Um, and it right. com- always comes as a really galloping shock every time, you know, in my, in my adult years that's been proven wrong. That you're not a polymath. I can't believe I'm not. Um, I just, I just had a rich education. Or an expensive education. A very expensive education. Yeah. So I think I'm, I'm going into it feeling very, very confident, but let me tell you, I'm not going to get one thing right. I used to be obsessed with general knowledge when I was a kid. Like I'd get my dad to test me. I'm like, dad, let's do general knowledge. Like when I was like six or seven. Really? And yeah, but so my, my general knowledge is based around what my dad knew. So it's pretty much who won the brown line? Right. Well, so so you might be good with with some of the sports questions, or oh god, is there a sports section? There's a couple of sports questions. Okay. Um, is this it multiple choice? I mean, it choice? changes every week. No. Mm-hmm. There's, okay. There's not really multiple choice. But what I try to do is mm. I try to, you know, my ideal is for you to get all ten questions correct. Couldn't agree more. Um, so I'm going to give you as many clues as you possibly need to get the right answers. Is that? Okay, great. So but I don't want you to go easy on us either because, you know, we need to well, sure. be learning and we need to be um, stretching our brains as well because that's part of doing a quiz, isn't it, as well, just keeping the Alzheimer's day for another day. Another day. Yes. That's... We'd take it day by day. <laughs> All right. Well, why don't we start and we're going to start as as I guess we always should, with question number one. Love it. And that is NASA last yep. week debunked a claim it had added what constellation to the zodiacal calendar? Oh, it's the or- Orifice one. The Ophiscus or something. The Ophiscus? Yes. Ophiscus. No, that's a plant. It is Ophiscus. Um, we made a joke about this. Yeah, this is why I know it because I, and then, and then someone, it's oh, like and then my the, girlfriend told me that her star sign had changed. Yeah. And then we both went, oh, okay, because none, none of us believe in star signs. But it's Ophiscus? Ophiscus. I don't no, know how to no, pronounce you, it. already got Ophiacus. it. It was Oh, we've got it. Ophiscus. Yeah. yeah. The symbol is or what it's symbolic of. Yeah, it's a it's, it's a, a griffin riding a motorbike. 
Is that what it is? And it symbolises hope. It's very, you're very close. It is the serpent bearer. So it's some guy in the sky holding a snake. Oh, okay. Is that code or is is that just? No, that's literally what it is. A legitimate reptile. Just a big, another reptile nut. NASA have said, no, no, it's not a thing. Is that what's happened? Well, there was some report that that NASA had said, this is the 13th sign of the the Zodiac. And, And people were... Yeah, understandably up in arms that their sign had changed. Yeah. Uh, but NASA last week said, no, 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 it's got nothing to do with us. Yes, the stars are in the sky. Yes, that's a constellation. But we, we're not responsible for the, for the zodiac. For the sky. Yeah, we're, we're not responsible yeah. for the sky. But do you not think that they could have just gone ahead and gone, well, that's not a, that's not a star sign and nor are the rest of the 12? Like <laughs> this is all... Profound yeah. bullshit, guys. You be careful, though, what you're saying. Oh, there's going to be letters oh, written get, to the yeah. paper demanding you resign from your position. <laughs> does the Saturday, does the Saturday <laughs> paper have horoscopes? I'm going to go out on a limb and, and say no. no. We should write the horoscopes. Oh, my God, we'll write their horoscopes. <laughs> I, I reckon we could do it. We yeah. know what we're talking about. We know the 13th sign of ficus. <laughs> Okay, question number two. Well done. You're off to Aurora. Who wrote and recorded the 1971 lyrics, Ooh, baby, baby, it's a wild world. It's hard to get by just upon a smile. At Ooh, baby, baby, I was like, Justin Bieber. And um, now I'm less sure it's Justin Bieber. Yeah. On account of him being in his 20s. Justin Bieber was alive Mm. in 1970. So, well, some of his best prenatal memories could have been of writing that song. You know the song, don't you? No, mate. Ooh, baby, baby, it's a wild world. Hard to get by. That's it. I was going to say, for some reason, I'm like, like I was thinking it was some kind of. Reggae-type thing going on, but that's not right. I was going to say, like... There Jimmy. might have been a reggae version. Yeah, I'm sure anyway, there probably but is. But it's Cat Stevens. But you're right. Well. Do we Kat need Stevens. to use his name now? Because I don't know. Oh, do you know his name now? You don't know his name now? No. I said I don't. It is Yusuf Islam. <laughs> that's, right. that's right. It was his 72nd birthday just uh just When a couple he recorded of weeks ago, that song. Oh, my God. Incredible. How old is he now? <laughs> <laughs> All right, question number three. Okay. In physics, what word beginning with I refers to the tendency of matter to retain its state of rest or of uniform motion in a straight line? McLennan. <laughs> How is your physics? Uh, you know what? <laughs> McCartney, it's you not... went to a fancy school. I did, yeah. I did, but I studied biology. Did you do physics? No. Oh. I didn't. The only thing I can think of is iambic pentameter, and I know that's not right because <laughs> that's, that's a music thing. That's, is that, yeah, ion, ionic yeah. something? It wouldn't be ions. ionic. Can you just repeat the question again? Repeat the question again because I feel yeah, like if I hear physics, it again, I'm definitely going to get it. word beginning with I mm. refers to the tendency of matter to retain its state of rest or of uniform motion in a straight line. Uniform motion in a straight line. It's going to go this way. It's like in space when it just goes. Yeah. For all the listeners, it's my hands going straight. Things aren't changed unless they're acted upon. It's kind of the state that we're all in currently. Inertia. Inertia is the right answer. There you go. 
Question number four. Okay. Is Mount Isa closer to Rockhampton, Cairns, or Darwin? How's your geography? I've been oh, to Mount Isa. Oh yeah, what did you do there? I've done I've done the comedy festival roadshow in Mount Isa. Is it a mount? Oh wow. There's a like some kind of mount. Is it's there a, a mining hillock? town? Okay. It is a mining town. And I'm town. trying to remember. I think we flew out of. I'm trying to remember. I think maybe we flew out of Cairns. And so is that your answer? Yeah, because I remember the airport there because there were tradies and you know like fly in, fly out people. And oh, I yeah. went to the toilet and there was a condom in the toilet. Well, it's important that we know that. <laughs> That's that is okay. clue number one. There's that indeed there. is. Correct. So it's the condom answer. in the toilet go. has got you there. Yeah. Well done. Myself and comedian Harley Breen went there and we took a Valium on the plane, I remember, and then we had to get behind the wheel of a hire car. <laughs> oh, okay. Which was probably not allowed. What a, what a fruity mix. <laughs> How'd you go? Slowly. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Very slowly. <laughs> you got there yeah. eventually yeah. and that's yeah. the main yeah. thing. All right. Question number five. Yes. On August the 1st, 1936, Adolf Hitler officially opened the Olympic Games hosted by which city? This is one of those things that I knew maybe four weeks ago. So on this day in 1936... August the 1st, Hitler. It'd have to be an ally. Yeah, we're... we're, Like an ally, Germany, if... Like, so it's not Germany? It is Germany. Is it not... So where were the Olympics in 1936? That's the question. Mm -hmm. Were they in, like, Berlin or something? They were in Berlin. That's That's the answer. I guess the key key to that was that Hitler opened them. I I think if we really pondered that question even... A fraction of a second more, we probably could have got there quicker. Yeah, I mean, I can't see anyone else sort of going, yeah, come over, mate. You can open the opening ceremony. Come on in. Yeah. Yeah. The Seattle Olympics. Come on in, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Seattle Olympics. (laughs) Well, very well done. We're going to hear from one of our sponsors now, so stick around and we'll be right back. Hi, thanks for coming back. I'm with the Cates, McLennan and McCartney and we're up to question number six. And question number six is, where is a wimple worn? A wimple? Like a nun one. Like a nun one, yeah. Where does the... <laughs> very good. It's Catholic a, education, Catholic private Yeah, was your family school Catholic? School Catholic? No, but more than that, we, we, I mean, like, I don't think we had any nuns. I think it's just I remember that from um, The Sound of Music. What's a wimple? I don't know what a wimple is. Is it if you it's a nun? Is it that? Is it that thing? I think it's that one. Where is it worn? Circles the head. It's yeah, it's on the head. On the head. Yeah, with a bit of neck involved. It's the old one that happened before the nineteen sixties one. Yes, happened. before Vatican II. Before Brides Vatican II. You know, Brides of Christ. Of course, this is everything I know about Catholicism is from Brides of Christ. Yeah, it's the it's the one that. And yeah, well, it's all Brenda Blethine cried. She did. She couldn't cope with it. Oh, because she, she didn't want to not wear her wimple. Yeah, because yeah, of her, her hair. And Carolyn, I can't remember, she played Cheryl in Neighbours. She freaked out as well and she did. She washed lots of teacups. She smashed She smashed a cup on the floor. Her hands were red raw from washing. She really struggled with it. Let's keep going. Let's go on to <laughs> question number seven. Let's do it. Which British monarch founded the House of Tudor? The House of Tudor? Yeah. Okay. Kate Blanchett. 
Was it not? <laughs> it wasn't Kate. Yeah. No, it was. No, I know it wasn't. That was a joke. Don't add that to the scorecard. Mm. Okay. That's a tutor. Right, so I'll the tutor, the tutor, tutors, and the like, the roses or whatever. And it was a lot of thatched roofs, candles, and thatched roofs. Yeah. A lot of anxiety around having candles in, under thatched roofs. A lot of Shakespeare sort of stuff. Bit of Henry the Eighth-ish sort of thing, or the fifth. Well, I yes, can't Henry the Eighth was a Tudor monarch. But he wasn't the first one. Mm, so it would have been before, before that. Before him. The only reason I know history is by thinking about what they were wearing at the time. What, what did you say? Which which Henry did you say? I said Henry, Henry the range between the fifth to the eighth. Now, I'm not sure what happens within them. I don't know one from the other. I know one well, we had a lot of wives. Eighth. That's Henry VIII. Okay, yeah, that was Henry VIII. And one of his kids, I think, was, the, was Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Now, okay. what happens between Richard the Lionheart and that Henry is frankly none of my business. Now, I don't know much about this, but what I can say is the prince is in the tower. Yes, that's right. I don't have anything else to say about that, but they were pretty hard, pretty hard done by. We've ascertained that Henry VIII was <laughs> the wife. Henry VIII yeah. was a Tudor. Definitely yeah. he was a tutor. He didn't start. Because I'll give you another clue. Yep. He was this guy's yeah. son. Okay. Now we're getting somewhere. But not the seventh. So not the seventh. Henry the seventh is the right answer. <laughs> Very well done, guys. Thank you. Well, thank you. That yes, was we, well. We, we figured it out we eventually. Figured anyway. it out. That's right. We really we got to it there, didn't we? And that we logic. I feel like I out. could have given you better better clues to triangulate you. I actually didn't know much about Henry the Seventh. No. I didn't know he existed, but I guess if mm. there's an eighth, it suggests the existence yeah. of a seventh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's how numbers work. All right. Question number eight. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Who was mm-hmm. the first African American tennis player to to be named in the United States Davis Cup team? Now, this is one of those sport ones you were talking about, isn't it? This is exactly the sports question that I was talking about. I've, well, all right. I don't. Well, you know, you've got Serena and Venus, but obviously, this is you know Davis Cup. What's of, Davis Cup? Davis Cup is like you know you play for your country kind of thing. And which team like, was it? The US team. Yeah. Okay. The US team. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. How how is your tennis knowledge generally? If I if I told you that it was in 1963. Oh boy. Does that help at all? So yeah. We're, I just don't think Serena's that old. I don't. Um, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> no. And it is a man. Yeah. No. Okay. I think. Okay. Mm, no. His initials are A A. Yeah. Alan yeah, I still don't know it. Albert. <laughs> you love I'm it. I'm just going to start doing it. Hey, I'm just going to work for it. Aaron Albrecht. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't know how long Adamson. I can let you go on with I this. I can keep going, John. Adam, Alan. Ad- Alan Adam. You haven't Adams. even got his first name Adam. yet. Albert. Alfred. Aaron. Anders. Anton. Angus. <laughs> That's Scottish. No. It's another right? king's name. It's, a, it's Albert. another name. Arthur. 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 Arthur Anderson. Arthur. Arthur Adams. His name was Arthur Ashe. Arthur Ashe. I've heard that name before. Have yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. I have. have. Yeah. Well, he's we also know him now. the only black man 
to win the singles at Wimbledon. There you go. There you go. I didn't yeah. know this. Hmm. There you go. Nice. All right. So I mean, that's one that you didn't know. Okay. I mean, I oh, would, you I would so venture well. that we probably didn't know Henry the Seventh either. But there's a lot <laughs> no, I'll take it. I actually didn't know. Here we are. We're ready with question number nine. Okay. okay. Name Victoria's opposition leader. And oh, there is a bonus point God. for naming the New South Wales opposition leader as well. Well, I'm out. He's a turd. <laughs> I know that much. He's a massive turd. Yes, I think he's a turd. And the, he has a name like almost like it's two first names like. Um, Arthur Arthur. No, it's like um, Greg John or something like that. <laughs> it's, like, it's one of those names. It's like we're trying to name a character it's, in a show. Yeah. <laughs> Can I text my girlfriend? No. You oh, can't. Right. No, that's cheating. How you can't you? cheat. It's Michael someone. I think it's Michael. It is Michael something. <clears throat> Michael. And he does have a sort of a uh, a, a second name um, that could be a first name, except that it's got an O in front of it. Michael. Oh. O. Michael. <laughs> Michael O'Darren. Michael, <laughs> Michael O'Brien. <laughs> oh, O'Brien. Michael O'Brien. Michael O'Brien is correct. Well done. Do you want to? Do you want to? Thank you. That was all me. Did you? Do you want to go for the Sydney one? Well, yes. Who is the yeah. New South Wales? Yeah, I, I, I leader of the opposition. No idea. Absolutely not. Do you know who it is? Do I know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I've got the answer. Okay. Well, right tell here. us. I have a little idea so, of my brain. Is it a woman? It's a lady, isn't is it? It is a woman. Do you want her initials? J M. Nah. She's a bit like you guys. She's J Mc something. Is it Jenny? It's not Jenny, is it? Julie. It's not Jenny. It's not Julie. This this is just Jane? Become, guess guess the name. Yana. <laughs> um, well, could, please tune in next week to <laughs> guess the name. Her name. Jill. I'm sorry, you miss out on the bonus oh, points. Her name is fine. Jodie McKay. I never would have got that. <laughs> but I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of Jodie and I wish her well. Yeah, me too. Good luck, Jodie. All right. Question number 10, the final mm. question in the quiz. Okay. Oh, okay. Is this another sport What one? Chinese dam yep. is the world's largest hydroelectric power station? Look, I don't know that, but what I can tell you is that Tasmania has a lot of hydroelectric dams. Okay. Are any of them in China? That's not relevant to me. No. What I'm saying okay. is that Tasmania is leading the way in hydroelectricity. Okay. For Australia. Okay. For Australia, is that a good. good. Thing or is that... Now, what was the question again? What Chinese dam is the world's yeah. largest hydroelectric power station? Mm. So it's really big. And it's been in the news recently because mm. th there's flooding there at the moment uh, along the Yangtze, uh, Yangtze which Dolphin. is Asia's longest river, right? Yeah. And that's become a, a raging torrent with stormwater pouring into the reservoir of the dam at yeah. 60 million litres per second. That's not great, is it? That's a lot. What's and the retention so rate? Is it going to burst? Well, that is well like, there is some fear that it, that the dam is going to burst. 
I mean, I've got very thick hair. So, like, I hear that and I think, gosh, that water pressure would be good over there. <laughs> Who's got very thick hair? I do. Oh, you? Like in a shower, I need a lot of water pressure. And that sound like that 60 million litres a second, is that what you were saying? Like, that's a yeah. decent. I mean, that might. That'd get to the roots, wouldn't it? Well, here's my it question for you. It'll wash out those bubbles, no problem. No issue. So I, I think that answers your question. We've gone off track a little bit. No, little bit. I wouldn't say so. A <laughs> little bit. Um, I think the key here, the key thing here is that we do not know the answer. <laughs> no, I think the key thing is. I can't, even, I can't even give you a real good clue. I, no. I think I'm just going to have to tell you. I'm sorry. So the biggest hydroelectric or the largest hydroelectric power station in the world mm. is the Three Gorges Dam. Okay. It's not ringing any bells at No all. bells? Okay. No bells. Well, let me tell you, when it was built, 39 trillion kilograms of water from the Yangtze River built up behind it to 175 metres above sea level, oh. which altered the Earth's movement of inertia and changed it ever so slightly, causing the rotation of the Earth to move more slowly. How about that? I mean, it did only change, slow it down by 0.06 microseconds, but it's still still, something. When you consider a whole Earth, that's a lot. Mm. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Well done. Let's... Go to another ad and I'll see you on the other side. Okay. Thanks, guys. Thanks for coming back. And thank you both for doing the quiz. How do you think you went? Um, I think we went better than I thought we were going to go. I mean, when we started out and we got five for five, I was like, gee whiz. Yeah, you were, we you, are, you were going we're very well early here. on. Yeah, I got a little cocky. Yeah, but I really, mean, it was only a couple that you didn't get right. It was the uh, it was Arthur Ashe, yeah. and and the Three Gorges Dam that were the the bigger missions, from yeah. your knowledge. I mean, and I would, of course, the New South Wales opposition leader, Kerry. That was a bonus Jane point anyway. McAdams, Jody McKay. Very good. It's in there now. See, look at Ash, look at that. Ashby. No, what was his first? Ash. Yes. His second. Arthur Ashe. Arthur Ashe. Arthur Ashe. Let us go. First American, African-American Davis Cup player. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. 1963. Look at us. We've learned stuff. We've learned stuff. That is in there. I mean, we've still got it. For a pair of 75-year-old women, we have still got it. (laughs) (laughs) Still got it. Thanks for listening to the first episode of The Saturday Quiz, a podcast from The Saturday Paper. The quiz is written by Cindy MacDonald. It appears in the Saturday paper every weekend, so subscribe at thesaturdaypaper.com.au or pick up a copy at your local newsagent. I really hope you've enjoyed this show. If you have, please rate and subscribe. It really helps. This podcast is mixed by Atticus Basto. Our editor-in-chief is Eric Jensen, and my name is John Leary. And I'll have more questions for you same time next week.